Everyone, welcome to the show. I have a bunch of updates to share about Donald Trump's coup clown. So first, there's news that Sidney Powell and some others, uh, some other coup clowns and allies of Donald Trump's might still face charges from the Georgia Bureau of Investigations. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has obtained a nearly 400-page report that was drafted by the GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, and it was submitted to the Georgia State Attorney General, Chris Carr. This happened just one week after District Attorney Fonnie Willis indicted Trump and all of the others. So, um, because as you know, she just indicted them in Fulton County, but not for the entire state. So this report lays out all of the details about how Powell had paid a data firm to access and copy the contents of voting equipment in Coffee County, Georgia. And it talks about how Powell went to Lynn Wood's plantation. Lynn Wood is that other attorney who was involved in all of this in several ways, um, but he has escaped accountability as far as legal battles, as far as being indicted. And so in November of 2020, Powell and a bunch of others went to his plantation. They went for a meeting and the people who were there were Mike Flynn, um, also a former national security analyst named Jim Penrose, and then Cyber Ninja's owner, Doug Logan. So the GBI wrote that Woods Plantation was a quote, central hub for voter fraud information processing. And it was during this November meeting that it was decided that the firm Sullivan Strickler would be contracted to illegally collect the election equipment data and that Powell would pay for it. The report goes on to say that Trump's co-defendant Misty Hampton was first contacted by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation in August of 2022. She was an elections official at the time at that Coffee County location, at that election location. And she is supposedly the one who let them in and welcome them into the, uh, you know, see the, see the equipment and copy it and knew all was what was going down. And so when they reached out to her in August of 2022, she said, I will cooperate with the Bureau, but I want immunity. So that tells you what she knew about her actions and whether or not it was legal. And the GBI said, nope, no deal. They wouldn't do it. Um, and then their report mentions others who also visited that Coffee County Elections Office, but who weren't charged by District Attorney, uh, District Attorney Fonnie Willis. Um, and it includes people who didn't take part in the breach necessarily, but they downloaded the data that had been illegally collected. One thing that really stood out is that this Sullivan Strickler data firm, they have from the beginning, they've portrayed themselves as kind of victims in all of this. They've claimed that they were contacted and they were hired and they say, you know, oh, we're a nonpartisan company. We didn't know this was illegal. We thought that this was all on the up and up. Well, the GBI has testimony that directly refutes those claims. The Georgia State Election Board chairman told investigators that Sullivan Strickler made the first move, that they reached out to Sidney Powell 
and offered their assistance. They said in, quote, finding forensic evidence of election fraud during the 2020 presidential election. And the Atlanta Journal-Constitution points out that Sullivan Strickler's director of forensics and disputes pushed election fraud conspiracies in an online post. So it would seem that their whole, oh, gee, golly, gosh, you know, we're just a little nonpartisan firm. We just got tangled up in this mess by mistake, you know. Oh, shucks, we had no idea. Yeah, it it seems to be a load of BS. (laughs) So um, next up is news about Rudy Giuliani. He has reduced the price of his New York penthouse by $400,000. And from what Jenna Ellis's attorney told the press, he is going to need every penny that he can get for his defense because she's dishing the dirt on him. Her attorney gave an exclusive interview to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, and he said that Ellis rushed to take a plea deal after she saw Powell and Cheesebro take a plea deal and, quote, falling as they did one right after the other. He said it seemed like time was of the essence. So he said that the plea negotiations took about three days. The DA initially wanted her to plead to the RICO charge, and she flat out refused. Um, Their whole goal, he said, was to make sure that she could retain her law license. And when Ellis' attorney was asked if Giuliani should be concerned about her testimony, he said, quote, I think he should be. And then he added, quote, I think there's enough for Mayor Giuliani to worry about that wouldn't have anything to do with Jenna Ellis. She wouldn't be a help to him, I don't think, if she was to be called as a witness. But I think his troubles extend far beyond her. (laughs) So that sounds pretty ominous in a good way, right? And Giuliani was dealing with another legal battle today. He was in D.C. for a disciplinary hearing that could end his career. Um, It could end with his disbarment. Giuliani's D.C. license, as you probably all know, has been suspended um, already. It was suspended quite a while ago. But the appeals board on professional responsibility is trying to determine if they should just nuke it all together based on his involvement in a Pennsylvania election, quote unquote, fraud lawsuit. Um, The board's attorneys wrote that in regard to the claims that he made in that lawsuit, quote, there was no factual or legal basis. They also say that the so-called 300 affidavits and declarations that Giuliani cited in that lawsuit were, quote, unsupported. One point they also make is his lack of contrition. The lawyers wrote, quote, he is utterly without remorse, and there is no reason to believe that if the opportunity arose again, he would not betray his oath and his country again. Such a person should not have the privilege of practicing law. So Giuliani's attorney is arguing that, oh, he was just doing his job. And the, you know, the Pennsylvania lawsuit contained errors, but that wasn't his fault. <laughs> so we'll see if that flies, um, you know, it, between him and Eastman. I mean, we we might have several of Trump's former attorneys 
or at least election fraud attorneys being disbarred at the same time. So I have no idea what the time frame is on this, but I will absolutely keep you all posted. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if it's possible. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.